Cause it's Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? It is Well, happy Friday, everyone. It is indeed that famous day of the week that kind of just ends it all. I hope you've had a great week. I, uh, gosh, I know here in Tyler, it's been windy as all get out of it. That's been kind of weird. But uh, I hope wherever you are, the weather is perfect. The sun is shining. You're getting plenty of vitamin D. And you are in the middle. You're at the end of one of the best weeks you've ever had. And I want to try to make this, if not the best Friday ever, at least darn close to it. So I've got today for you on this best Friday ever, three books you need to read right now. All right, I got a question for you. So how many times have you been in one of those situations where there's a huge storm coming and so you rush to the grocery store and you go and there's, the pickings are slim. The shelves are empty, and then all of a sudden, you can't buy bottled water, you can't buy your favorite foods, and you say to yourself, you know you do this, you say to yourself every single time, never again, I am going to create a mini fallout shelter in my attic, somewhere in my pantry, in my garage, this will never happen to me again. And then what happens? The grocery store shelves become full again, the weather returns to normal, Your life returns to normal, and then inevitably the storm comes again, and you go, crap, and you do it all over again. We all do it. I do it. We all do it. I mean, I can't tell you. Every single storm that comes that knocks out the power or whatever, I'm going to go out and get a new generator or something like that, right? Well, what about COVID? Okay, COVID seems to be kind of waning as far as top-of-the-line news and all this. But remember whenever it first started, and I know especially here in Texas, I think everywhere, you know, we, there was this huge toilet paper run. You went and you, and so therefore, I mean, I would like, I, there was someone in my neighborhood. I walked by, I was on a walk during the early stages of COVID. And I looked in their garage and it was just jam-packed full of toilet paper, right? And so then we think to ourselves, well, We're never going to get caught without toilet paper again. And then we're also going to have water. We're not going to rely on what may or may not be stocked on the the, uh, grocery store shelves. That will never happen to me again. And then all of a sudden, this weird habit became something as part of our lives. I'm not talking about wearing masks and all those other unusual behaviors, but something that's kind of should be a normal part of our everyday activity and protocol, which is washing hands. So how many of you already have gone from being this newfound lover and and appreciator of washing your hands to someone now who is back again forgetting to wash your hands. That is, of course, unless you go to the bathroom in a public restroom and there's somebody standing there and you do it purely for etiquette reasons. You know who you are. Well, that's what I want to talk to you about today. These three books that I'm about to give you are part of you not letting that happen again, okay? These books are about making sure 
that you have, you are prepared for the next pandemic or major illness that is going to happen. Let me tell you something, folks. History always repeats itself. We're going to see something like this happen again. And even if you don't believe that, there's one disease that we all already have, okay? It's not a virus. It's not an infection. It's a disease, and we all have it. And what I'm about to tell you, these three books are some of the best things to help combat against this disease that you and I already have, as well as prepare us to stock our internal shelves in case another COVID-like pandemic comes along. So, are you ready? Because here they are. Okay, the first book I have for you that is going to be specifically attacking this disease that we all have is David Sinclair's book, Lifespan. It's called Why We Age and Why We Don't Have To. David Sinclair is a professor at Harvard. He is not an MD. He's a PhD, but he has become the foremost expert or at least kind of go-to guy for better understanding not only aging, but how we can slow the aging process. Where should we go? What levers should we pull to slow this aging process? Now, here's something, here's something I want you to get your, kind of get your mind around. These books, I have literally stacked in sequential order as to how you should read them, okay? So not only are these three books that you should read right now to be prepared for the next pandemic, to strengthen your body, and to fight aging, but also you should read them in this order, okay? So the first one that I want to recommend to you is Lifespan, Why We Age and Why We Don't Have To. And what does it mean to to attack aging as though it's a disease. Well, you see, a lot of the same things that happen whenever we are riddled with a disease happen as a, as a result of the aging process. We have inflammation that sets into our body due to things like hypoxia. Okay, so let me, let me tell you a little bit about it. Now, I don't want to get too in the weeds on this because we could, I could literally talk to you for hours. And in fact, if you want to learn a little bit more about this and how these things go, and this was not a shameless promo plan. I'm just, you know, trying to be a good entrepreneur and think of this right now. I have actually launched a six-week Vitruvian challenge in which one of those weeks, I go in-depth into how you actually steer macrophages and try to manage the inflammation in your body, not only for today, but also to show you how you can manage it for the long term, again, to slow the effects of aging. But that's a sidebar. So what happens is hypoxia is this time where we hypo, lacking, uh, oxia, oxygen. So we have we lack our oxygen, okay? Well, as we get older, our mouths shrink, our nasal passages shrink, our lungs get weaker, uh, we A lot of us, we put on a lot of extra weight. We have sleep apnea. And what happens is this shortness of breath and this lack of oxygen that we need to, le- need to live can trigger immune signals that cause inflammation in our body, which then in turn increases the aging process. Okay, so that's literally a very simplistic surface level. And those of you who are experts and you hear this, you'll be like, uh, yeah, dude, there's a lot more to it than that. I agree with you. But for the sake of this podcast, and just to give you a little bit of a taste of why this is so important, I highly recommend you pick up the book, Lifespan, by David Sinclair, Why We Age and Why We Don't Have To, to just start understanding how to defend against 
aging. And that's the reason why I put these two together is because a lot of the same things that we're going to use to try to prepare us and prevent us from being susceptible and vulnerable to another COVID-like outbreak, we, if we just do the same thing, like right now, I'm thinking to myself, well, if I'm going to recommend these three books to the listeners, what are they most likely to do right now? Because here's the thing. We, we need to tap into that ancestral brain that loves a short, a, a dopamine hit, on, you know, right now. We want results right now. And so my thinking is, if I convince you that right now you're starting out with a protocol that's going to help you slow the aging process and not think about that catastrophe that may or may not happen, then you'll actually start putting into place some of these actions today. And so so here's what I'm trying to do for you. I'm trying to say, if you will start defending against age, which is right here, right now, that's a disease that we all have, then you will also be preparing yourself for the next bad incident like COVID or some other sort of uh, outbreak like that. You following me? So I'm trying to do a little bit of mental jujitsu with you to get you first start attacking aging as a disease, and then it will benefit you from there on. So first book, Lifespan. David Sinclair, Why We Age and Why We Don't Have To, that's the first one. Now, let's get on to the next one. So, the immunity code. I've actually done, and by the way, I've done book reviews on both of these books, all three books that we're actually talking about today. So I will include links to those reviews so it goes into a little more depth about what these books entail on my YouTube channel. So I'll be sure to include that in the notes. But the next one is from my friend Joel Green um, of the who wrote The Immunity Code. Okay, so it's one thing to read a book like David Sinclair's book on why we age and why we don't have to, but then... If you really grasp, if you really believe what he's saying, and I absolutely do, then you got to start understanding kind of a few layers down, okay? What are the things that actually impact, impact our bodies at the cellular level, especially as it relates to immunity, okay? We hear all the time, and I remember whenever I first started the podcast, I really started moving into this health and wellness direction that has kind of consumed my, the, the real estate in my brain and what really interests me. I remember I kept hearing inflammation, inflammation, inflammation. And then I thought, what does that mean? I mean, at, at the service level, I know that like if I cut myself and it turns red, right, that is a very basic visual of inflammation. If you have psoriasis or eczema or something like that, that is a visual of inflammation. But when it comes to internal inflammation, I was completely ignorant to this until I read the immunity code. And the thing that I never associated with inflammation was body fat, weight gain, and aging, especially accelerated aging. And so that's why whenever I picked up the immunity code and I read it, I first heard Joel Green on Ben Greenfield's podcast, and I was just blown away at not only the information that he was giving me, but most importantly, how ignorant I was to all these important levers and actions that I could take to, to better steward my body. And, and, and here's the thing, to learn that you and I have so much more control over this aging process and preparation to defend against illness and disease than I ever even 
fathomed. You know, I thought it was all about if you eat right, if you exercise an hour and a half to two hours a day, then, well, surely you're going to be healthy and you'll be, you have a robust immune system. Well, it turns out that what I learned in the immunity code, that you don't have to do so much to get huge, huge impact on your immune defense system and overall health and the anti-aging process. In fact, one of the things that Joel talks about a lot in the book is that what he has done is he has gone to such a granular level in understanding how to steer these macrophages in a way to impact our immune system so that you're not constantly working that hard. And he, he constantly says that, look, this is a book and this is a method, which is not just a theory or method. This is just reality. This is just, if, if you understand how the body works, it's, let, me, let me explain it like this. If I were to build a house, right, I would have to, uh, and I was a framer, and I had a hammer instead of a nail gun to hammer the boards into the house, right? It's going to take me a lot longer right, than someone who actually just knows exactly where to place the nail or, in fact, that knows where to get the nail gun and how to use the nail gun, right? Now, we're, the, the impact's the same, okay, right? The house will get framed. Let's just assume that I know how to measure. I know how to frame the house, but the way I'm putting the nails in the boards is so much more inefficient than the person that knows exactly how to best and most efficiently get the nail into the board. He's going to get, we're going to get the same job done. He's just going to get it done a lot faster and more efficiently. He has optimized for getting the nails in the board. That's what this book does. This book shows you that you don't have to be like me on a construction site taking all these hours and going on these crazy diets and doing paleo and keto and everything else to try to lose the weight, have better skin, have better overall health, have better mitochondrial health. You don't have to do all that. Instead, if you understand where to place the nail, what to use to hammer the nail, then you will better understand how to efficiently optimize your overall health and slowing the aging process. And that is exactly what you learn in the immunity code. You will hear things for the first time like, Mother's milk, HMO, you will learn about acromensia, you will learn about bifidobacterium. Look, it's become a very popular topic right now. And this is one of the things that I love about Joel's teaching. And as a matter of fact, you know, disclaimer, Joel is now a mentor of mine. I'm actually taking his immune health certification. That's how I that's how much of a believer I am in this guy and how much I believe in this book is basically my textbook for a course that I'm creating on immune centric health. We hear these authors that talk about gut health and leaky gut. And here's, here's a great example. Uh, my dad, whenever, you know, my dad is, a, is real big on, um, and he's probably one of the greatest influencers on me and my overall health. Whenever I was growing up, my dad was always very fit. He was always exercising and working out. And so as he's aged, he's constantly looking for, he doesn't work out as much anymore and, and I, as nearly as much as I want him to. And he doesn't eat exactly the way I want him to. But one of the things he's doing, and to, I'm not saying this is a knock on my dad, but he's taking some supplement called leaky gut. So I guarantee you, almost everyone that's listening to this show, you have heard this term leaky gut. Stephen Gundry has made it really popular with his book, The uh, Plant Paradox, and, and that sort of thing. And, and, what, and, and again, 
I, I'm not uh, I'm not knocking Stephen Gundry at all. The dude's bright and he's done a great job, and I love his information. But here's what you're learning in the Plant Paradox, which I have read, and I think I may have reviewed it as well. It's a great book. But what it is is just like okay, you want to frame a house. Going back to the construction side analysis, or or uh, or analogy, um, you want to build a house. Okay, well let me show you the best way to build a house. Here's a hammer. Here's a nail. Here's the two by four. Here's here are the ingredients that you should use okay, to build this house. So Joel takes that and says, well, let's go a step deeper. So those are some of the things, and there's some conflict as to what Joel says and what uh, Stephen Gundry says, but by and large, I, you know, the, remember, it's 20% that's going to have 80% impact. So all they have to do is agree on 20% of this stuff, and you're probably going to have 80% positive impact. So what what Joel does is he goes in and he says, okay, let me tell you why these things matter. And don't just, and, and not only that, but what, when, and how to do these things. When do you hammer the nail? When do you strike the nail? That's the difference. And so, um, and again, if you want to learn more, check out jasonrightnow.com, and uh, you'll see a little blue tab there for the six-week Vitruvian Challenge in which I have launched a course that one week of it, is dedicated specifically to immune-centric health. Once I finish my certification, I plan to do a full-blown six weeks just on this. I think it is that important. So, book number two for understanding aging and slowing the aging process, preparing yourself to both. And here's the thing, too. When you tackle aging as a disease, then what you also do is you set yourself up as a with a big hedge against age-related illness and disease. Let's, let's face it. Most of the people that get cancer are what? They're old. Most of the people that are most susceptible, and, and by the way, let me back up, they also are, have spent a long time being obese, either having type 2 diabetes or being borderline type 2 diabetic, right? And then in the whole COVID situation, what do we see? Who was most vulnerable? Those who were immunocompromised, like people that either had type 2 diabetes or were borderline, and the elderly, okay? So disease attacks people that are older and in bad metabolic health, that's, so this not only prepares you for the here and the now and helps to slow the aging process, but it also sets you up for older age being healthier when you get there and limiting. I'm not saying that this is going to completely eliminate you getting cancer down the road, but it's going to be a huge hedge against the likelihood of you developing some sort of cancer. So I cannot more highly recommend Joel Green's book, The Immunity Code. There it is. And again, I'll put a link in the show notes. I have reviewed this book. I've actually had Joel on the podcast, so I'll I'll put a link to that episode as well. Listen to it, and then also go check him out on Big. He's he's made the circuit. He's been on every major uh, podcast that there is out there. I don't not that I include myself in the major podcast, but he's been on major podcasts as well as the Jason Wright Show. So please listen to that. And here's another thing. So before I get into the next book, I've got a question for you. If I were to ask you how long you could live without food, what would you say? Yeah, you'd probably take a guess. Well, I could probably at least live. I mean, people do 
week-long fasts, right? Right now, just for their health. So you know you can at least go a week, maybe two weeks, probably longer than that. But if I asked you how long you could go without oxygen, how long would that be? What, maybe, I mean, if you're just really having incredible lung capacity, two, three minutes, maybe four, I don't know what the record is. So that's a tee up for the next book that I'm going to recommend for you. All right, so the next book is Breath by James Nestor. So who's James Nestor? Well, James Nestor is actually a journalist, and he started doing some research. And I think if memory serves, I, again, I've done a review on this on the uh, YouTube channel, and I think that he was uh, doing research maybe to for himself. He was trying to figure out how to uh, cure himself from maybe a skin disease. I can't remember exactly how he got into this, but he got way more than he bargained for. And in the book, Breath, he discusses all the things that he learned and the tools and tactics he learned to become a better breather. Here's something that I, again, completely ignorant to this fact until I read this book. That is this. I am a terrible breather. True, and most of us are. For example, I would like for you, now that you've heard this episode, I'd like you to go out and just kind of monitor how much you breathe through your mouth versus your nose. And this is going to surprise you, or it did me anyway. Most of us us should always be breathing through our nose. Okay, and also, did you know this? Did you know one of the reasons why you get up, if you're, if you're like me, it's not just age-related. I found out it had nothing to do with the fact that I'm 47 years old, so me getting up and peeing a lot in the middle of the night is kind of comes with age, and that can be prostate-related. That was not the thing with me. It wasn't to, due to my prostate. It was because I had that, what I told you about in the last deal, I had intermediate hypoxia. Okay, my body was lacking oxygen. This can actually cause you to have to get up and go to the bathroom far more than you actually should. But more importantly is this. Oxygen, as we know, I know this is going to sound like a Captain Obvious statement, but oxygen is the single most critical thing we have to have for survival because oxygen will create that the, the, the energy source that fuels all of our cells, our cells run on. Okay, it, it, without oxygen, it all stops, right? And so in the book, Breath, James Nestor, and, and the reason why I bring this book up is because a lot of you, if you hear me, and I want to get in, and then why I put it in this stack is because a lot of people, they hear breath and they think, oh, breath work, that's like meditation and that belongs with mindfulness and this sort of thing. Not true. Joel goes into at great length, how we are to clear hypoxia through proper breathing and proper breath work and preparing yourself for proper sleep. The book before, it even talks about protocols that you can implement, say, once every, you know, once or twice a year to make sure that you are actually getting a good night's sleep with the addition of some supplements with breath strips over your nose, taping your mouth shut. I mean, I have never taped my mouth shut to sleep before until I read Joel's book. And then in breath, James Nestor talks about he and another guy that was going through this research with him, they would have to go days with their mouths 
closed, taped shut, to ensure that they only breathed through their nose. And in this book, he goes through the research and the in the studies that have been done from an archaeological standpoint of looking at our early ancestors and how much wider their nose passages were, how perfect their teeth were, how wider their jaw structure was. And a lot of it had to do with the fact that they understood the power of nose breathing and proper breath. And so the, the reason why I put this book in the must-reads is because this, you and I, we all, I don't care who you are, we are desperate for oxygen. We've got to have it. And the better we can optimize our oxygen intake and usage and not have inflammation getting in the way of oxygen, giving us the supply of energy to create the, um, to create the energy we need to fuel our cells, then the more we can do that, the better we have, the better chance we have of not only living a longer life, but a healthier life. And going back to uh, COVID, you heard all of these people that were dying. Why? Because they had major inflammation that impacted their oxygen supplies. So if you want to get this right, if you want to do this right, I think you have to first understand that Aging is a disease. So that's the here and the now. So this isn't, this, I'm not giving you three reads that prepare you for, again, that maybe that hurricane is going to come, maybe the next plague or, 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 you know, or pandemic that comes. No, you and I were born with a death sentence. We started aging the day we were born, right? So that's here and now. So understand it from David Sinclair's book, um, uh, lifespan, why we age, why we don't have to. And then go to the immunity code. Treat that. And, and again, I would say in particular the immunity code, uh, it, has, it is written perfectly in chronological order of taking these steps to attack these things that we're talking about. But that should be held as a book of reference. I mean, you're going to understand supplementation to help you with the, like, again, so if you read breath and you start to understand how important proper oxidation is and how getting rid of hypoxia, which sometimes can be to our benefit. See, again, uh, going back to the immunity code, hypoxia, like so many other things in our body, some are good, some are bad, but you know, it's how we use them that matters, okay? So, so you, you can read the book Breath and go, hmm, okay, I want to understand how to better manage my breath, but I want to understand uh, the how. How do I really support these new methodologies I'm trying to put in place? I'm going to do that with the immunity code. And I don't even know if I finished this thought earlier. I, I got excited about something else, I think. But when I was talking about my dad and his leaky gut, my dad takes this supplement called leaky gut. Okay, well, if I were to say, okay, dad, that's cool. What is leaky gut? What is the supplement actually trying to fix then that's where we the conversation would probably stop and the thing that these books will show you especially the immunity code and especially breath as it relates to something that we always have with us is breath god willing is that most of what we need can be found in food food and natural ways that don't require a lot of supplementation and pills and all, all of the sort. In fact, 
if you do this right, then what you'll do is, you know, as you age, and if you want to really amp it up, and that's the thing, a supplement should be just that. It should be a supplement, a supplement to something that's missing. But a supplement's going to be a lot more effective if you join it in its work, right? So if I could convince my dad, you know, hey, dad, if you would take some HMO and eat some red apple pills every day for a while to start strengthening the acromasia or growing the acromasia, feeding that bacteria in your gut, one, you probably wouldn't even need the supplement that you're taking. And I can, I'm, I know I can guarantee you this. I know if you were to tell me, if, it, if my dad were to say, all right, Jason, should I take the leaky gut supplement or should I re, uh, should I take the HMO and eat the uh, apple pills? Which one is going to have the best ability to cure leaky gut, to strengthen my gut lining? I would say the HMO and the apple pills all day long. See, so it's if you read these books, you'll start to understand what it is that these supplements are trying to do. And so at a minimum, I'm not saying I, I take supplements, okay? I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer in supplementing these natural remedies and therapeutics and things that, that, that we take. But I want to know exactly what am I giving horsepower to? And that's the key. What natural thing can I do that I can also give a little bit more horsepower to make it really be effective? So, all right, so there it is. Those are the three books I think you should read right now for anti-aging or at least slowing the aging process for overall better immune health, for learning to breathe better, and as a hedge against not only disease, but also long-term disease and illness. So this, these are three books right now that you should read for your health currently in the present as well as to prepare you for hopefully what will be a long and fruitful um, old age. So that's it. I hope that you grab these books. Check out my book reviews that I have on pretty sure all three of these. In particular, check out my interview with Joel Green. That was the most downloaded episode of the Jason Wright Show for 2021. It's fantastic. Do more research on Joel. He's a great guy, very smart, just brilliant. And until we meet again, have the best weekend ever. I hope this helps you have the best Friday ever. And uh, don't forget to always improve always in all ways. And leave some comments, five-star rating in iTunes. Check it out on YouTube. I'm Jason, and I'm out.